We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Wednesday. It is March 17th. It's 2021, and we have 10 NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing good, man. Uh, had a Man, we had a real good pre, pre-pod conversation going today. Got, got the juices flowing. Uh, so re- ready to hop in this slate. 10 gamer. Uh, should be a lot of fun. It's always easier to have pre-podcast conversations when you're not getting crushed in DFS. So, um, yes, I'm with you. We, I am kind of curious now. Listeners, hit me up on Twitter. Hit Will up on Twitter. What are you guys watching on Netflix right now? Like, we, that was our conversation. Like, yes. hit, hit us up. What are you guys watching right now? We know that, you know, everybody's still kind of safe with the pandemic and everything, and they're watching stuff. What are you guys watching right now? Like, me and my wife just started watching The Crown Will was talking about what he's watching and uh, what are you guys watching right now? So, um, yeah, it's, it, you know, fun conversation before the podcast got started tonight. Yeah, for sure. Oh. And I, I think I think everyone needs to watch Cobra Kai if you haven't. Like, just we've watched that one already, both of us. But Cobra Kai definitely needs to be on your list if you haven't seen it. <laughs> yeah, that that was conversation weeks ago, um, yeah. months ago. <laughs> you know, that, that was a great show. Uh, great show. So we are brought to you guys by Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, use the promo code Grinders over there. We do have an awesome contest running that starts on Friday uh, with March Madness. It is a free Rotor Grinders Monkey Mania bracket, bracket sponsored by Monkey Knife Fight. Um, I will have the link in the podcast description. It is free to enter. There's $2,500 in prices, including some combo premium um to the top 25 member or finishers so finish first you'll get three months of rg premium combo second to fifth we'll get two months um six to tenth we'll get one month and the money will go down and 11th to 25th we'll also get one month so make sure you guys are checking that out um combo premium is worth the price of admission by itself Uh, we got a ton of stuff going on here we got baseball coming up we got basketball going in full swing 
We got hockey going. They got college basketball, all this stuff um, rocking and rolling right now. So sports are rocking. This is the busiest time of the year um, for sports. It's crazy uh, because there's so much MMA, like everything. Let's get into the basketball slates. We do have a lot of back-to-backs today, so we'll have some question marks and some games that um, we won't be able to fully talk about. So make sure you guys are checking out Expert Survey, um, Meansy Course Plays, and all that stuff for today's slate and Grinders Live. Um, let's get into it. Sacramento at Washington, 245.5 total. Washington favored by three. Right out of the gate, Will. Highest total sl- game on the slate. A game that's going to feature... Absolutely zero defense um, and two of the fastest paced teams in the NBA. Bottom 10 in defense. Both of these teams, top five in pace. Um, what are we looking at here for Sacramento? I think the first thing for me, man, is I'm, I'm getting Tyrese Halliburton at 5,500 now where we were paying, you know, you know, mid 6K, upper 6K. He even got gotten up to like around 7K at one point. And the thing is, Stevie, his minutes trickled back up to 28 against Charlotte. Now, I know we didn't really see the production, but if he's going to play close to 30 minutes in this spot, I think at 5,500, man, he is on the list. Uh, Rashawn Holmes was another guy that we liked the other day. Man, yes, 57 and a half or 57.75. Maybe some of that had to was a, a, a contribution because Bagley was out. Bottom line. I think we go back to the well on homes today. And then, man, De'Aaron Fox has just been on a tear, uh, you know, 45 against Charlotte. You know, they didn't, they didn't play the best game in the world, but he still performed. Um, you know, he had five personal fouls in that game, five personal fouls in the game before that. doesn't matter. The guy's still playing fantastic. I think at 9,200, he feels a little expensive sometimes. But, you know, for what he's been doing, I definitely think he is on – unless he's 200 cheaper – other than Bradley Beal, if that makes any sense. Um, and it really does based on all his recent performances. I like the idea of Halliburton here. You know, you kind of mentioned the minutes increase. Um, everything that, like, I needed to bring up, you already kind of brought up with him. And this is a guy, you know, full sidebar, that is very invested in himself and top shots. Um <laughs> Very invested in himself. How, how ironic! I, I I was actually trying to find my Tyrese Halliburton moment on here. Uh huh. Talk about it. Uh, yes, sir. <laughs> Very invested in himself, and like we we saw how how much upside this guy has many times already this season. You know, came back from four games. They've been very careful bringing him back. Young player. This is the spot that he could potentially get 30 minutes, and we know what he could do with 30 minutes. The shot attempts will go into the double digits. He'll be able to get some rebounds. He'll be able to get some assists. Halliburton against Washington just just seems like a great spot to jump on board. I'm going back to the well on Holmes. Um, I think this is a great spot for him. Um, I don't think – like, we we know Bagley's out. Like, we don't have to worry about him playing. Um, I guess I didn't even run down the injuries. Bagley's out. Whiteside's questionable. Bryant, Nato-ish out on the other side. Or I guess Nato's questionable. But assuming Whiteside doesn't play in this one, and even if he does, I think Holmes is still going to get a ton of minutes in this game. So I'm with you. I, I think Sacramento is a team to target. And as much as I like De'Aaron Fox, he's expensive. There's so many cheaper guys on this team against Washington that we can just kind of be like, all right, I can live in the six to, you know, five to six K range um, because it's a master for Washington. 
Now we go to the other side of this game. Well, we got the Washington side. We're paying up here. Um, you know, we're paying up for Westbrook. We're paying up for Beal. Probably more Westbrook than Beal. But the other guy that I want to mention, I talked about him the other day, is Hachimura. Um, big minutes here coming out of the break. And if he's going to get this type of run and he's going to play this well, it's a matchup against Sacramento. He is going to crush in this spot. The only thing that concerns me with him is Bertans is going to be back. Um, but it, it really, like, if we think about it, well, it really didn't matter uh, against Milwaukee the other night. Hachimura still played 37 minutes. Yeah, for sure, man. I mean, he's a guy that's definitely surprised me out of the gates. Um, and I think, like you talked about, the big thing is the minutes. Like, you know, he's played, played 38 minutes against Milwaukee, 37 against Milwaukee the second time around. Um are they going to keep him there? I, I would still think a reasonable expectation is 35, which is still enough minutes, obviously. Um, but yeah, I'm with you. I think Hachimura is right, right there for me. I don't, I don't like the $5,800 price tag. Like I do think he does have some bust potential, but the way he's playing right now, um, I, I don't, I don't think you can, you can turn a side eye. Like you may want to hop on the boat uh, right now. And honestly, I think that's about it. I don't, I don't really want to play anybody else from this team, man. Like, all, all the production is going to come from those guys. Yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> like Washington, outside of those three guys, it's just there's so many question marks where, you know, I, I think Westbrook is probably your safest floor, highest ceiling play. Bradley Beal has a really high ceiling too, those nights that he just shoots lights out. So uh, you're just kind of paying up. Like we could save money on the Sacramento side, and kind of spend it on the Washington side. And this is obviously a game you, you're definitely looking at stacking with this massive total and just no defense being played. Yeah. Toronto at Detroit, no total in this game. OG is out. Siakam is questionable. Van Vliet is doubtful. And on the Detroit side, Diallo's out. Ellington's doubtful. Hayes is out. McGruder is questionable. Okafor is out. DSJ is questionable. A lot of stuff on the Detroit side. We'll get to that in a second. What are we looking at here for Toronto? Man, you know... Who, who do we want to play from Toronto? It feels like Aaron Baines has fallen back out of contention. Chris Boucher, like, you know, he's been very, I would say very volatile this season in terms of minutes and production overall, which is what you kind of want in a tournament player. Um, you know, can't play Stanley Johnson anymore. So I don't, I'm really not interested in, in Toronto, maybe outside of like Norman Powell. Like at 7,500, I still think Norman Powell has meat on the bone. The guy's been cranking out pretty much 40-point games. I do think we play him as long as Siakam isn't back. Like if Siakam comes back, then, um, you know, he was cleared to practice. Is he going to play Wednesday? We don't know. But if Siakam plays, then I'm kind of out on this whole team. If Siakam is out, I still like Powell. And I honestly still like uh, uh, Lowry. I know it's 4,600. But he does still have pretty good upside with all these guys out. But he would be like a deep tournament play because I don't think he's going to have a lot of ownership on this slate. Yeah, I don't love Kyle Lowry, um, assuming that Siakam's going to be out. 8,600, he, he, like, he just hasn't shown us that like massive ceiling. Um, and he hasn't had great matchups. And this matchup is definitely better. But I, I think Norman Powell is the guy. Like We've seen a massive in increase in usage. Like, this dude's put up over 20 shots in two of the last three games, three out of the last five. Like, okay, he's the guy that 
he has a lights out shooting night and he's going to keep chucking. So I think Norman Powell is the tournament guy, but you know, you have to, you have to continue to mention um, Chris Boucher. It's just, (laughs) we know the ceiling. We know the upside and the ceiling for him for tournaments in cash games. You're not even touching this guy. Like, there could be five guys out for Toronto and you probably still wouldn't touch him in cash just because some nights he plays 20, some nights he plays 35. Um, and the nights that he plays 35 and he's feeling it, he has big games. So let's go to the Detroit side of things here. You know, we were, I was really high on Grant the other night and, you know, he didn't have a great game. The guy that is going to get minutes that is probably really close to being priced right now is Delenn Wright. Um, what are your thoughts when it comes to Detroit? Yeah, man, Delon Wright is typically always one of my favorite plays when they got a lot of guys out. Um, looks like he's back to, you know, being pretty much healthy, playing a little over 30 minutes. You know, if, if, if things break, were to break his way, he could get close to 35 minutes. Like we saw that before the break where he was playing anywhere from 32 to 38 minutes in some, some games. So I think if the game's a little closer, maybe he gets around 35. And I really like that price here. Um, so I, I think that's – I really think that's a fantastic price on him. He's really one of my favorite plays at the position. Now you've got Magruder questionable. Uh, you've got Ellington doubtful. Like this, this is – if they're short more bodies, and Diallo's already out as well, DeLon Wright's going to get all he can handle. And now Saban Lee is really going to enter the conversation as a value play, Stevie. If Magruder doesn't play and, uh, and El- with Ellington doubtful, I think Saban Lee is really going to be in contention for a fantastic tournament play. He's really proved to be pretty well. If he gets 20 minutes, he's typically getting about 20 fantasy points. So I like that. Uh, Josh Jackson at 5,100. He's another guy that I would, well, I would love to play uh, with Mag- if, if Magruder were to set. Um, you know, I, I don't hate uh, Mr. Grant at 73. And then Plumlee at 6K, uh, I, I'd play him as well. If we see him get 28 minutes, he can put up 40 in 28 minutes. Not every game, but I'm saying it's possible. And so he's a guy I would consider on this slate as well. We move on. We got Brooklyn at Indiana taking on the Pacers. 230 and a half total here. Nets favored by three. KD is out. Uh, Blake Griffin's out. And then Lamb is questionable. Warren's out on the Pacers side of things. Um, Let's start with the Nets. What are we looking at here for the Nets, Will? Oh, this is real easy, Steven. Let's get this thing teed up for baseball season. Kyrie Harden, that's it. <laughs> if you guys don't know what Will's talking about, um, you know, there's there's sometimes <laughs> that we just have to <laughs> move fast. And um, listen, I, I'm with Will. I don't think you can trust anything when it comes to this team right now. Um, like. It's just outside of outside of Durant and you know Kyrie. It's just like who do you trust? Like who do you feel comfortable like moving in here at all? Um, I think is the biggest question. And, and I I think like in tournaments maybe DeAndre Jordan, but I'll pass. Um, pass on the Pacer side of things. Sabonis could be 11K, and I think I'd still play him in this spot. Um, it's a matchup against Brooklyn. He shot 35% the first time these two teams met. He took 20 shots against Brooklyn the first time these two teams met. I, I really like Sabonis in this spot. I, I think he's a guy that has monster upside. And I think 
if you're looking for tournament value, Miles Turner, if you're not playing Sabonis, I, I think one of these guys um, just goes absolutely ham in this game. Yeah, man. And, and honestly, Stevie, I think in this spot, you may be able to get away with both of them. And, and I, I mean that wholeheartedly. Like, both of them may be able to have massive games here, especially for the prices, right? Like, Turner's 59 and Sabonis is 94. Well, if Turner gets 38 and Sabonis gets 55, like, it's worth it to play them both because of the pricing. So, I, I, both of these guys are going to be on my radar in this spot. Um, you know, you've got Malcolm Brogdon at 7,200. I like that. Um, you know, work that back. We've got Karis LeVert at 6,800. Uh, got up to almost 30 minutes there in Denver. Um, maybe I take a, another wait-and-see approach. I did want to check his price on FanDuel because he was just too cheap. Oh, Jesus, Stevie. Oh, God, I, I did not expect to see this. Karis LeVert is 4,400 on FanDuel. <laughs> I think we might have just found a possible lock button of the day playing against Brooklyn. My goodness. Uh, huh, I can't believe FanDuel did this. I, I really can't. At any rate, he, he will be getting played. He's, he's a lock button. And, and there you have it. That, I think those are the guys we look at. They kind of have like a mini big three now. So most of the production is going to come from, from those three, three guys and probably Turner. Move on. That was a quick one, but I feel like it was quick just because we know exactly what we're kind of looking at in that game unless some injury news comes out. Philly, um, Milwaukee here, 236.5 total. Milwaukee favored by five. Philly is a back-to-back here. We don't expect Embiid to play. Um, You know, it was around two weeks, and we're not even close to that number yet. On the Milwaukee side, they're healthy. Um you know, Philly, it is a back-to-back, so we'll have to see, like, assuming that Harris and Simmons and these guys play, uh, what do you like here for the Bucks? Yeah, I mean, I think it's Giannis. I actually think you can play some Chris Middleton in this spot at 7,800. I'm actually expecting this game to be competitive. Um, Drew Holiday is a guy I would probably typically play at 6,300. I think we can still get away with it. But, you know, Drew and Ben Simmons are kind of two of two really good, you know, wing defenders, and they may be guarding each other. Man, they might just cancel each other out on this slate. But Drew still got the price where I would consider him because I do think the game is going to be competitive. Uh, but that's about it. I mean, I know we saw Brooke Lopez kind of put up a big game there, but I'm not buying into that right now. Um, so it's kind of just Giannis and, and Middleton for me. You know, I do like to play Bobby Portis when I think it's going to be a blowout. And as we saw, it wasn't really a blowout. He got 16 minutes and didn't quite get there. And I feel like it might be some of the same in this spot. So I am going to leave my boy Bobby Porter on the shelf on this one. Greek and uh, and Chris Middleton are going to be where I, where I stamp my flag. He's no Moses Brown. Let's just be honest. Um, <laughs> yeah, I I think Milwaukee wins this game. Like this is um, you guys can go ahead and just put this in for my bet. I'll take Milwaukee in five in this one. Um, the Knicks are giving Philly a run um, on Tuesday night. Like, I, I think that Milwaukee handles this game, but that doesn't mean that I don't think Giannis doesn't get there. I just think that overall, I would rank Giannis behind Westbrook. I'd rank Giannis behind um, maybe even like Curry in this spot. I would probably take, you know, Jokic before I'd take Giannis in this spot. Jokic going up against um, Charlotte. We'll get to that when we get there, but. I I don't hate Giannis. I just think that there's better guys to spend up for on this slate. Like, 
in cash games, Giannis is probably one of the safer guys. Um, that's probably going to get you 60 plus in this spot. So, um, yeah, Drew's okay. This game is, is as good as this game should be. I just don't know how much interest I have in DFS, even like on the Philly side of things. I, I think like we could potentially see a really solid game here out of Ben Simmons. Um, but overall, like Ben Simmons, 8,900 Tobias Harris, 8,400. These guys need to have stellar games to pay off these prices. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I don't I don't think I'll be playing too many guys from Philly and you know, full disclosure. I actually locked Ben Simmons in uh on the previous slate. And guess what? He's not he's not producing here. He's not, not giving me what I need. Ben Simmons is at 25 fantasy points in the fourth quarter. Very disappointing here because I thought you know he would show up, but hey, that, that's neither here nor there. We continue to move on. We got Boston at Cleveland. No total in this game. It's a back-to-back for both these teams. Um, we have no idea what to expect in this one. Um, we know that Tristan Thompson, COVID protocols, not playing Tuesday. Um, I would highly think that there's a chance that he doesn't play on Wednesday either with the protocol stuff. Um, what are we looking at here for Boston? Yeah, Tice is definitely in play. And uh, that's going to be about it, Stevie. I, I've just been avoiding Boston with everybody healthy, unless like a value like Tice comes up. And guess what? Some days Jalen Brown is going to play Utah and he's going to have 45 fantasy points, 50 fantasy points. And on that day, I'll say, hey, man, I'll take, I'll take my licks. But I'm just – I'm fading Boston every day, except in this spot where Daniel, uh, Daniel Tice is 4,100 and Tristan Thompson isn't going to play. And that's just how I'm approaching Boston. Pretty much. Um, yeah, like, I don't know. Well, I was looking um, I was looking before we got started, and, like, they're playing, like, a super competitive game against the Jazz. Like, it, it finished up a few minutes ago. Um, just kind of looking at the minutes, like, Tice only played 26 minutes. Robert Williams played 22 minutes. Maybe he's cheap across the industry somewhere. Semi played 19, didn't do anything with it. Um, but I, I really think Tice, Robert Williams, if he's cheap on like Yahoo or Super Draft, maybe has a high multiplier or something on him. Like, yeah, you know, sure. you know, take advantage of that kind of stuff. What are we looking at here for Cleveland? Absolutely nothing. Um, <laughs> just um, fading Cleveland as well. Yeah, um, I think I'm with you. Um, yeah. <laughs> Too many guys are back. Like I, I immediately started fading Cleveland when I saw Kevin Love, Larry Nance, uh, all those guys came back. I just, I said, "Yep, not playing anybody from Cleveland." Yeah, just like Garland, maybe, and like wait and see if Cleveland rolls anybody out here. Like we're instantly like we're kind of like writing them off like super fast. But if if somebody starts to get rolled to get ruled out. With them being on the second end of a back-to-back, all right, maybe. But Boston's going to handle Cleveland in this game. So this team has enough players to make an expansion team, man. Yeah. Yeah. You realize you're going to eat these words now, right? Like three three or four guys going to get ruled out. Kevin Love's going to play like 35 minutes. Um, I'm fully aware. Golden State at Houston. Um, no total in this game. It is a back-to-back for Houston. Um, Chris is out, and 
what did I write down? Oh, I wrote down Clay's out. I got to remind myself all the time that Clay's not playing. Um, we know John Wall's not going to play. He had already, like, there's already a thing that came out that, like, he's not going to play um, on Wednesday. So we already know he's out. We are uncertain on Christian Wood. We are uncertain on um, Daniel House Jr. He could potentially be back for this game. Um, we know Eric Gordon's out. He It was four to six weeks for him. I'm just kind of going out. Uh, we know Nawaba's out. Um, Macklemore would be the other one, right? Like, he's the guy – like, he was dealing with, like, an ankle injury. Um, so – and, like, we have to, like, even think about, like, Oladipo could potentially miss this game. It is a back-to-back. I don't think he's played a back-to-back yet this season, has he? Like, weren't they flip-flopping John Wall, like, on back-to-backs? So yeah. – this could be ugly. Um, let's start with the Golden State side. Ugly. Night before, guessing. Ugly. But it, it could really end up being really bad for Houston in this one. Yeah, for sure. Um, and I think if that's the case, you got to hope that Curry and the gang, you know, get out to a start. I will say this. Curry and, and the gang have been pummeled by the Lakers, like, two twice now within the past three weeks. Um you know, I got to think they come out ready to play against Houston in a game that they just need to win to keep trying to make this playoff push. So, you know, I, I like Curry. I like Draymond as well at 6,600. Like, this feels like a Draymond game where he can kind of get out, run, distribute the ball, get a couple rebounds, get some steals, get some blocks. Like, I, I really like Draymond here. And that's kind of it, man. I really wish Wiseman – I know he played 28 minutes against the Lakers. God, man, if he got 28 minutes in this spot against Houston, I think I think Wiseman's a flyer. Like, he's not a must play, but like he's on the list. If he gets 28 minutes against Houston, I gotta think that yields some fantasy production. <laughs> I just yes, if he gets 28 minutes, super solid. Um, <laughs> if he doesn't. <laughs> Oof. Um, all right. The Golden State side all depends on like what we're looking at here for Houston because I'm not playing Curry and Draymond in this game. If Houston's going to be without Oladipo and like this game should be, it could potentially be really ugly. On the Houston side, I think a lot depends on Christian Wood and Victor, Victor Oladipo. Daniel House matters to like maybe Martin, um, maybe like Sterling Brown type of guys, but I don't think he matters enough because I do think Kevin Porter Jr. is still going to get plenty of minutes. I think Tate's going to get plenty of minutes no matter what. Um, what are you looking at here for Houston, Will? Yeah, man, I- I'm with you. I mean, if Oladipo's out, wow. Like Kevin Porter Jr. and Kenyon Martin Jr., uh, the junior bacon cheeseburgers should get – you know, 50 burgers, uh, but, and, and Tate would be even, even be more in play. Um, if, if Oladipo plays, like you said, they're still going to get the minutes, but I think that takes away like your interest in the Sterling Browns and of the world, stuff like that. So um, I, I think that's where we're at, man. Like if Oladipo doesn't play Tate, Patton, Kenyon Martin, Jr., uh, uh, Porter, Jr., Sterling Brown, these guys are going to play big minutes. Um, 
And then even the Lamb kid, he's going to have to play at that point. Like, they're going to need him to play 20 minutes. So, I mean, it's going to be big-time production from these guys, whether they're getting blown out by 30, 40 or not, because all the all the, all the uh, production is going to have a very high concentration on three or four players. All right. Um, oh, man. I, I think – you're just really just going to have to wait and see what we're looking at injury wise, because you might play four Houston guys on this slate, you know, depending on injury news and they would get run in a close game or a blowout. So it's definitely, it's an interesting one, man. uh, It's an interesting one. San Antonio at Charlotte or Chicago back to back for Chicago. Um, LMA's out, DeRozan's out. What are we looking at here for the Spurs? Oh boy, when, when are they going to uh trade DeMar DeRozan? That's what I'm looking at. I'm just kidding. I, I don't think they want to get rid of, rid of DDR right now. Um, I, I think DeJounte Murray's in play here at 7,500. I didn't want to play him when he was in the 8K range, but at 7,500, I think he's squarely in play. Uh, Derek White at 5,400, I think this is a good price on him. Uh, he's definitely got some upside. Jakob Poto, 5,900. Uh, I wish he was playing 30 minutes. I don't quite like the price, but I'm willing to roll the dice. Um, you know, I think you just got these odd collection of guys, but White, Murray are the guys I'm, I'm most interested in for sure. Uh, I really wish we knew if Keldon Johnson was going to get 32 minutes. I would take a shot on it at 32 minutes, but I'm not sure – he could come out and get 24 minutes this game. So I'm, I'm going to fade him, but definitely uh, DeJounte Murray and Derek White. Those are two guys. I feel like have pretty stable minutes and I wouldn't mind investing in them. Um, Yeah. Like Derek White, obviously um, is someone that's super interesting because just because of price, um, you know, more than anything else. And then it will be, like Keldon Johnson played 32 minutes last game against Detroit on, on the, on the second end of a back-to-back will like we, we're not, we're not concerned with minutes anymore. Right. I don't know, man. Cause I don't know when they'll decide to, they've got so many guys they've been playing and maybe part of that was a blowout, the blowout factor. You're right. I probably need to reconsider my, my Keldon Johnson take, especially with no LMA, but huh, I, I don't want to Rosen. Get right. Right. Yeah. I don't want to get popped. You know, and and Kelvin <laughs> Johnson is just someone I don't trust. <laughs> it's the Bulls. <laughs> it's Chicago. Oh, God. That that needs to be the caption. Don't get popped. <laughs> uh, done. Chicago Bulls. What are we looking at here for Michael Jordan's team? Look, man, I think this guy's one of the best values on the slate as long as he doesn't sit. And that's Tomas Sadoransky at 3,800. Stevie, Tomas Yeah, we talked about him a lot yesterday, too. Yeah. What in the world? Um, and I understand that he's just getting back. Minutes are just picking up. Um, but I, 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 I like him here. I, I think this is a fantastic spot. He's 3,900 on FanDuel. You just, I mean, he's, he's a great value play, period. Um, you know, Zach Levine is down to 8,800 now. Now, now we're talking. I think he put up. I think he's hanging a big number uh, in in the game that he's playing in. But still, at eighty eight hundred, I don't mind playing a little Zach Levine. 
Um, you know, Laurie Marketing finally got from under his rock. Of course, he does that the day I invest in him on prize picks and take the under. And he goes berserk. Don't worry, I'll come back tomorrow and take the under again. Um, but yeah, I, I think Sadaransky and uh, Zach Levine, man, those are guys. Really good plays here. I don't even think Marketing plays. Maybe he might. It is back to back. He if, was if out Marketing for a while. Doesn't play, Thad Young is in play. He d- like he did play a back to back recently, um, like right after the break. So I, again, it's just a guess. But Sadaransky in. That's really it for me. I think Zach Levine is always a tournament option. He's under nine K, like you mentioned. Um, that's usually when we like to jump on board with him. So Miami at Memphis. 220 and a half total here. Miami favored by two. It is a back-to-back for Miami. Triple J is still out for Memphis. Uh, what are we looking at here for the Heat? Well, man, do, do we want to keep playing Jimmy Butler? Because he has just been out of this world phenomenal from a, from a fantasy point perspective. Uh, he, I mean, even at 9,700, I'm willing to roll the dice, TV Because, you know, the more his price increases, the less people are going to play him. But the guy's just been crushing. So I like Jimmy. I think he's who I want to play. I'm not really concerned about anybody else right now, especially with Bam back. Maybe Bam doesn't play uh, on this back-to-back, but I don't know. But I'm just – I'm not really too concerned about too many other guys. Uh, The main thing is this is Jimmy Butler's team, and he's playing like it. I'm going to say the same thing I said yesterday. With Bam back, I think Butler's too expensive. And, uh, and like Jimmy Butler has been someone that I've been playing a lot and who knows had he got, if he would have got there, if the game, um, you know, ended up staying close, um, you know, they, they were able to handle Cleveland, but like they, you know, four minutes left to go in the game and they're up by 15 and like their studs are still there. Butler's at 50 fantasy points, but 50 fantasy points on this slate, I don't know if it gets you there. It's 10 game slate. We have a lot of studs on the slate. He he's expensive. Um, he's probably the guy that I'd have the most interest in from this spot. But again, I, I think he's someone you got to be somewhat careful with um, in this just overall at the price, the price back to back the price. Um, maybe Bam sits and he gets a bump. Who knows? Um, <laughs> what are we looking at here for Memphis? Oh boy. I mean, JV is 7,600 again. And gosh, man, like he's been kind of crushing here recently. Uh, but I, I don't, I don't want to be reactive. We, we want to kind of give really good analysis here, but I think at 7,600, as long as they keep him in that range, that mid 7k range, I mean, he's got plenty of meat on the bone. I mean, we see what he can do in limited minutes. And by limited, I mean, 27 minutes against Phoenix. He can still put up pretty much 50. Uh, I, I think, you know, this is another okay spot for him. I don't, I'm not as afraid of uh, my, the Miami interior maybe as, as some. So I'm, I'm willing to play him here. Uh, Jot 78. Oh, that's kind of right on the edge for me. And then we've got uh, Dylan Brooks at 56, but I don't, I don't really want to play Dylan Brooks. So it's probably just JV for me, especially with Winslow, uh, back into the fray. Uh, um, yeah, man. I, 
<laughs> I, I'm prepared. I'm prepared for John to drop sixty tomorrow because you know we probably committed to John. He's under eight K, and I know, but he uh, like we we're way ahead. Like we we got the two or three fifty point games that yeah, he put we up. Did. Like we we wrote it. I feel like this game's just a fade, uh, and like if this game shoots out, it beats me. It beats me. I, I, I feel like that is kind of where I'm at with this game. It's going to be the slowest pace game on the slate. There's a good chance it ends up with the lowest total on the slate. I, I'm I'm out. I'm out on this game, Will. Uh, I just there's nothing in this game that I, I love, and I just I don't I don't see anything from this one. Let's move on. We got Charlotte at Denver, two twenty nine and a half total. Denver favored by six and a half. Charlotte's good. They're fully healthy. Fully healthy. Charlotte Hornets, uh, Denver, Hampton, Harris, Morris, all still out. Let's start with Chicago or Charlotte. I said Chicago for Charlotte and Charlotte for Chicago. <laughs> um, listen, we went into great detail about LaMelo Ball against Sacramento the other night. It was an amazing matchup on paper, but he did exactly what we thought he was going to do. He played 25 minutes. We were on Graham. He only played 22 minutes. Um, I think you could go back to the well. The minute increase is enough for me to be a little bit more interested. And like, if he gets three extra minutes, say he gets 25 minutes. Um, I, I think I'm going to ride Devonte Graham just until like I get that 30 minute game um, and get the blow up game because he's, his price is not going to increase until that happens. Yeah, for sure. I'm with you, man. I, I, I think that's definitely the way to approach it. And even, even, and this is comical to me. Malik Monk is 4,600. Graham is 4,500. And I'm only saying that because Graham's minutes are on the rise and Malik Monk's minutes are on the decline. And we can see what's happened here on DK. So I'm with you. I definitely think Graham is, is, is the, is the play here. Uh, And then outside of that, I don't, I don't really want to play too many, too many other Hornets. I mean, I am going to try to watch this game if I can, uh, just because the fan in me wants to, and I mean, it'd be nice to pull off a win against Denver because we need every win we can get to try to get this playoff seating uh, for the hometown. But it's just Graham, man. That's it. Um. Yeah, I think that's it for me. Um, you know, I loved Hayward the other night. I don't hate him in this spot. He had 49. I put in the expert survey that he was going to score 50. Sorry, I was off by one. Um. He had a fair amount of steals, I think, in that game. Listen, that's what you play Gordon Hayward for. Oh, yeah, I know. I know. I know. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you play Gordon Hayward for those games. I, I think he's someone that you could play in this game, too. Um, Denver side. Jokic. Hey. Jokic. <laughs> I've been Jokic. people, man. No, there's not. You play Jokic five times. Um <laughs> You punt the rest of your team. Listen, this is a guy that, like, I, I hated playing in DFS, okay? I love this spot for him. He should crush here. Um, I've reverse jinxed this guy a million times, so um, if he gets 30 fantasy points, feel free to tweet me. <laughs> but, yeah, I love this spot for him. Look, I got two favorite players on this team right now, as long as all these guys are out, and that's Will Barton and Nikola Jokic. Stevie, I have been playing some Will Barton, brother. And boy, have I been rewarded. I mean, Will Barton and JV single-handedly just pushed me further and further up as the night went on last night. Didn't quite get where I wanted to be, but man, was it profitable. 
And I'm going right back to the well on Will Barton at 5,400 against Charlotte. I mean, the guy's playing heavy minutes, producing. And then, you know, you talked about it. Who's going to stop Jokic? If I, if I like Rashawn Holmes against Charlotte, you don't think I, I, I like Jokic here to possibly get a 70 spot? Uh, this is a fantastic spot for both of these guys. Will Barton, Nikola Jokic, I love it. Jokic. I just, I just still want them to lose the game, though. If Charlotte can somehow win this game and they both go off for fantasy purposes, that would just be fantastic. Jokic. Oh, I, I just, just wanted to say one more time. We finished it out with the Clippers and the Mavs, 226.5 total. Clippers favored by 2.5. Uh, Patrick Beverly is out of Bacchus, questionable. Johnson's out for Dallas. Um, what do you like here for the Clippers? Oh, boy. I mean, I guess – if Ibaka happens to sit, then I think Morris, you know, Morris is going to be back in play. He played 31 minutes. That's great for the price tag. If he puts up another 30, I will gladly accept it. Man, I know Kawhi just dropped 50. Stevie's price went down. $200. He just put up 50 against this team, Stevie. His price went down $200. He's now $8,700. I, I don't know what's going on with DK, but I, I would just keep playing Kawhi every night at these prices, like until they decide to price him up. Uh, th- that, that's where I think we are. We are with that. Paul George at 7,900 um, didn't have the greatest game and he's kind of right on the edge at 79. I don't hate it. Uh, but yeah, man, Kawhi, Kawhi and more Kawhi with a side of Marcus Morrison. Yeah. Listen, I, I look at this spot and I'm just like, and uh, uh, Kawhi is 8,700 and Paul George is 7,900. Paul George is getting zero respect at this price. Um, the other guy that I, I want to say that you could potentially take some shots on in tournaments is Reggie Jackson with Patrick Beverly out. Um, like Jackson is playing around like 25 minutes a night. You about played 35 minutes the other game. How I that? know. <laughs> I know, and like it was against this team, but I don't. I, oh sure, if, same if, matchup. If, sure, if Ibaka's out though, his minutes are more secure. Essentially, sure. <laughs> Go for it, Dallas side. Um, Dallas is like the same thing, and I always say, like I like Luca in any matchup. I'm not ever paying eight over eight K for Porzingis. Um, Porzingis is slightly. Starting to come down, he's gonna get to like that seventy-seven hundred mark, and we're gonna be like, "Yes, oh man, we we we're gonna have to play him at this price." We're gonna have to, I, I, honestly, Steve. I would like it if he got to like seventy-four hundred. I yeah. would be borderline locked, but but yeah, man, it's just Luca. I'm not playing anybody else from this team. I would consider Jalen Brunson because he can have kind of that mini blow-up game where he gets you like thirty sometimes randomly. But all in all, I, I you know I, I think I'd rather be around 4K for that. But yeah, it, it's just Luca. That's it. Um, let's play the morning grind game, and then we'll get out of here. Favorite play under 5K to go 7X. This is the easy one for me, Stevie. Like this guy today. Liked him on the next slate. Tomas Sadaransky, man. Unless they sit him out at this price, good guy. Uh, just just play him. Yeah, I, I definitely like that call. Um, he was he was the layup. I'm going to go Daniel Tice, um, yes. assuming that Thompson doesn't play. I'll go Tice here. Um, over 8K to go under 5X. Who's your bust today? Uh, 
Let me go Jason Tatum at 9,200. I, I mean, they're playing Cleveland, both teams on the back to back. I, I don't, I just don't see, I don't see it. Um, I'm going to go Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Planting my flag. Oh, it's usually boy. the other way around. I've been playing this guy a ton. Um, who's your favorite 6X play? Well, I think. Oh, no, I'm, I'm going to use him for my uh, let's get weird. Because I'm sure he's going to be in the let's get weird portion. Um, I'm actually going to go with. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton at 5,500. I think against Washington, with the minutes trending up and the price trending down, just a good combination for, for a 6X performance, man. Jokic. Jokic. <laughs> Give me the Joker. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the Joker. Um, Let's get weird GPP play of the day. Will, who do you got? There you go, right in my wheelhouse. We're going to stay on that team. You knew it was coming. It's Will Barton at 5,400. Like, his ownership's been low, and he's been crushing every night. Nobody's playing him, and I'm just going to load him right back up. I'm going to go Miles Turner. I don't think he'll be really highly owned. Um, I like that. I like that, Stevie. Yeah, It's the Brooklyn bump. Yeah, It didn't work with Taj Gibson the other night. and like, But, but Randall went clean off. Like, yeah, like, he, he okay. put up 60 people, 60. Yeah. I'm okay with it. Like, you're not always going to be right. Like, yeah. I'd be a millionaire. Um, game selection, anything standing out to you on FanDuel or DraftKings today? Uh, on FanDuel, man, and I, I've mentioned this one before, but I, I'd be remiss if I did not mention it again. Guys, you got to get in this $25 single entry. Like, if you like money, if you like a good prize structure, like you can do it. Instead of playing, you know, uh, 10 lineups in the $3, see if you can make one really good quality lineup in a $25, really fat, flat payout structure. First place is 8%. $25 get turned into 2K for you. Just a really good tournament, man. Build a quality lineup, take it down, and then recalibrate. The $100 single entry tournament on DraftKings is one of my favorite tournaments. Um, it's a flat payout. It has one of the better rakes. Um, I talked about a lower buy-in tournament yesterday, but uh, really like the $100 single entry tournament. Um, either the 40K or the 20K showdown or showtime. Uh, any over-under against the spread standing out to you, Will? Well, man, we don't, we don't have a lot, but guess what? Washington at the Wizards is at 245 and a half. Stevie, dare I take the over on this game? I'm taking the over. I already told you guys. Uh, give me Milwaukee minus five. Um, it, it, this is an easy one for me. Like I, I'm taking, I'm taking Milwaukee minus five. Like uh, and. I jump on this early just in case Philly rolls anybody out on the second end of a back-to-back. Um, <laughs> like, just jump on it early. So, um, any final thoughts before we get out of here, Will? No, man. Everybody, hey, tee us up. Hit us up tomorrow, man. Give, give us something for Netflix. We're, we're searching here. We're watching shows, but we want to know what you're watching. So, hit us up. I am not. I am I'm locked into the crown. Going to keep watching it. That's going to wrap it up here. For Tuesday, appreciate everyone. Or Wednesday, sorry. I'm looking at Tuesday on the thing. Everybody for listening for Wednesday. We'll be back tomorrow talking some more hoops. Good luck, everyone. We'll see you again tomorrow.